With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, August 2nd. August! It's Mark's favorite month. And uh, even though his birthday is in July, even though, even though, you know, it still is your favorite month. And uh, why is that, Mark? Uh, I mean, it's not actually my favorite month. I love the fall. You know, those are my favorite months. But this is the month that, uh, you know, you and I tend to take off and go on vacation. So that's what I look forward to. That's awesome. Well, I am in such a good mood today. I had big birthday anniversary weekend, which was so much fun. And uh, shout out to the people at Governor's Island in New York. So for those of you who are not in New York, there's all these funny little places all over the like little islands, little extensions. Governor's Island was actually an old army barracks, right, Mark? That was the sort of the first use of it. And now it has turned into a cool destination of sorts. And one of the things that um, we did for our big celebratory weekend is that we had this amazing dinner and it was outside, even though it was God awful hot and I was such a baby about it, I was complaining to Mark, I was all nervous and all that stuff, but it turned out great. And the folks who were um, doing all of the hard work we just ate were the folks from uh, Missy Robbins organization called Missy Pasta. She's got two. I'm giving the plug. I don't care. They didn't pay me nothing. I paid them, but they were amazing. Um, Have you been to Lilia, Mark, or not? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, we did go there. Very good. Yeah. So there's Lilia. She's got two restaurants. She started at um, uh, Avoce, which was down in uh, Flatiron-ish. And then she went to start these two restaurants, Lilia, and the other one's called Missy. And now she does these cool outdoor events on Governor's Island just for the summertime. And it was amazing, Mark. It was like just so cool. You'll have to love this. There was like the first thing that, they, you know, they get come on the island and they greet you and it's you're in a private little pontoon boat and you're flying through New York Harbor, which is actually very choppy when it comes to be five o'clock or so. So on the way out, it was pretty choppy and the way back was very, very cool. You know, you go by the Statue of Liberty. It's just, it is phenomenal. You go by the Brooklyn Navy Yards. The whole thing is just like astounding to me. So um, we are greeted and they do this like series of appetizers and they say, oh, you have to just go up to the grill because we want to give you something special. We don't even want to waste one second for you to get this. So they have on a hook um, like a big, huge round glob of cheese, some sort of Pecorino Romano cheese, which is being heated by the grill and dripping on grilled bread. Can you die? 
I mean, I was like, I'll have a hundred of these and go home. I'm fine. All set. This is what you would call food porn. Oh my God. It was unbelievable. And the people there were so nice and the serving, like the Everyone there was like into it and they were working so hard. It was boiling hot for them. I mean, we were like, oh, it's hot. But anyway, the guy's uh, driving back. He says, oh, let's do something. It's it's very, it's not very crowded out here. Uh, let's, we're going to do something a little special before anyone have to get back immediately. No, he drives us up to the foot of the Statue of Liberty. It was, I was like crying. It was so moving to me. I was with, you know, Jackie's whole family and, uh, you know, they're huge patriots. And like, we're just all like weepy. It was just amazing. Anyway, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone. And uh, for everyone who um, does all those things that are really hard, like in the service industry, boy, do we appreciate you. Uh, okay. This is not a food show and it's not even a show about New York City, but it is the show that tries to take the mystery out of your financial life. Now, come August, this is the time where you're like, eh, I don't want to talk about money which is exactly why I pitched a segment for CBS Mornings to say, hey, wait a second, we should be talking about money because this is the time where everyone kind of blanks out. So I pitched this idea of a segment called Mid-Year Money. And Dana Jacobson was on the set, which was really funny because she always talks to me about some of her money things offline. Then I said, well, I won't say anything. And then she outs herself on the air and says, Jill knows that I don't <laughs> do these things very well. Also there was Nate Burleson, more on him in a second, and John Dickerson, who was sitting in for Tony DeCopel. And it was just really fun because I think a lot of us all really do want to shut down. So we started this the, the segment talking a little bit about, you know, the Federal Reserve's interest rate increase, and then we go into the segment. So let's play the segment, and then I'll come back with Mark, and we'll talk about some of the things we didn't do. In today's Money Watch, we're sharing tips on how to do a mid-year money review. Now that we're more than halfway through 2023, time flies. <laughs> but that means now is the time to take a close look at your expenses and subscriptions so you can save money for the rest of the year. CBS News business analyst, Dollar Dollar Jill Schlesinger, is here <laughs> to join us. So before we get to the mid-year review, the Federal Reserve just raised interest rates again. So what does that mean for people who are trying to save money right now? Well, it's great news because now you're going to continue to earn more interest on your savings, your checking accounts, your short-term CDs, some of your money market accounts. The key is it's going to take a little bit of work because sometimes if you're at one of these big, huge banks, you're not getting paid that much interest. Mm. All you need to do is go online. There's lots of aggregation sites. You can check out, say, best high yield savings, best CDs. Just make sure you've got FDIC insurance. Remember, we learned that lesson in the spring. Keep the accounts under 250000 not hard for most people, and you will be getting 4 or 5% on your safe money. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's like going Jill, in a time machine. I told you, I waste money. I know I am, especially subscriptions. Mm. What, what can I do? Well, you know, there are some subscription consolidation services that you can hire up, and you can do that. But I've got to tell you, even if you look at this and you say, okay, I want Mint or Trim or Pocket Guard, you know what the best person to do it is? You. Because only you know what you really need. Right. So do you really need Apple Music and Spotify? Maybe. I don't know. But what you, we really are trying to tell people to do is focus on it, because those things that you subscribe to, maybe even during the pandemic, they they automatically renew. It takes a little bit of effort. And you may think it's stupid. Ah, it's not that much money. It adds up. 
Well, right. That's Quickly. the whole point. You run a comb through all your subscriptions because by the end of the year, it can really add up and also consolidating, right? Yes, absolutely. And I, I want to point this out because there are these things that uh, sort of leave a trail. Let's think about how many people switch jobs, for example. You have many, many people job hopping over the last three to five years. And what happens at every job you leave is there's a retirement account there. And we leave those poor orphaned retirement accounts, and there they are being neglected. So what we... These are <laughs> all my things so, right now. So the reason yes. why, Talking to your soul. Right. Yes, exactly. exactly. A glass so of water you, for data. Exactly. So we want you to consolidate them. So if you consolidate it, it's easier to manage. Sometimes you pay lower fees, and it's just easier to manage when you do that. So if you've got a 401k at work, get those old 401ks in there. If it's a Roth 401k, get the Roths in there. One place. All right. The Biden administration, they're working on limiting these junk fees. How do you spot junk fees? So these are like very nefarious in some respects. You know about a lot of them. They're late charges at banks. They're credit card fees that really accumulate pretty quickly. They really do. So what we really think is the most important thing to do from the financial perspective, let's look at the big picture. You've got bank accounts. What am I paying? Hey, I never realized I paid a fee for not having enough money. So sometimes by consolidating even your bank accounts, you could avoid some fees. Mm -hmm. Maybe what you ought to be doing with a credit card balance, especially set up an automatic payment. If you look at your little statement comes online, it says minimum payment is, let's say, twenty five dollars. $25 every month automatically from your bank account will absolutely save you from those late fees. Mm. Category by category, you got to go through it. Okay. So, you know, I am, I know that everybody wants someone to just like come in and say, oh, just someone make clean up my subscriptions, but it really is best if you do it yourself because, you know, you know what you want. Also, the things that we didn't really get to. Of course, I want everyone to consolidate retirement accounts. We get this question all the time. But you know what else you could do right now? You know, Mark, a lot of people actually are able to look at their their year so far and say, hey, wait, I can afford to put more into my retirement account. And so remember, the limit this year, $22,500, that's for your workplace retirement plans. You can put in an extra $7,500 if you're over the age of 50. And if you've got an IRA, the limit is $6,500 plus another $1,000 if you're over 50. So I think this is a great time to kick it up. Why not? And you know, Mark, a lot of people actually end up being done with their FICA tax. And so there's a little fluff in their payroll so that they can boost it. So that's kind of an interesting thing as well. What else do you like to do around the mid-year, Mark? What do you think? I know some people like to use this time of year to rebalance. You know, it's kind of that's halfway mark. People take a look and see if anything's out of whack. It's a good chance to do that. Uh, I actually recently did that because, you know, last year was so down. And I, <laughs> and I typically do it in the beginning of the year. But I said, I'm like, well, why am I going to lock in any of these losses? Because I actually don't need any of this money right now. So I didn't. Well, look at Mark doing a little market timing. I like it. I was. I was. And so I didn't do it when I would typically do it. And then, you know, here we are. The market has recovered since uh, last year's down year. So I just did my rebalance and now and, uh, you know, did not lock in any of those losses. That's awesome. You know what else I think is good is that when you're looking at rebalancing, it's also a good time to maybe say, hey, wait a second. You know, you don't have to rebalance your taxable accounts because that really is best for once a year. But it is good to check out, like, what's your cash position? Have you spent some money? Do you need to replenish your emergency reserve fund? 
that's a good thing to do for sure. And you know what else you should do? You should be looking at your, I know that you're, so you're going to be excited about this. You should be looking at your insurance coverage. I can't believe how many times we get this question from people, but you know, whether you rent or you own, you really should be reviewing your insurance policies, not after something bad happens, but before it happens. Remember, most standard homeowners policies, they cover structural and water damage only in limited circumstances. So, you know, we're going to come into the hurricane season here in the Northeast. Like if a tree falls a hole, falls down and knocks a hole in your roof or breaks a window, rain falls inside, yes, that absolutely is covered. But if you've got rising water, unless you're in a designated flood zone, that's not covered. You should know that. Mark raised a great issue, and I reiterated this to many people since, is the umbrella coverage is so important. And Mark, you said something that was so smart when we had that question. You said, you better make sure your actual coverage underneath the umbrella coverage is up to par. You know what? I know nobody wants to pay for insurance. Nobody wants to do this, but this is like actually a smart thing to do. And for relatively short dollars, not zero, but for relatively short dollars, considering how much damage can occur, it is so important to have the right coverage. So please do that. Mark, have you checked your credit score lately? Yeah, I see it pretty regularly because it's, you know, when I open up my uh, my online banking app, it's part of it. So it shows it to me right away. Here's something interesting. You know, the average credit score right now, 714. That's high. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's really good. And that's average. So, um, you know, this is the FICO data that, and this is after all the reporting of the companies come through. Remember, annualcreditreport.com is the only thing you need to check once a year. Annual, remember, annualcreditreport.com. If you find errors, you can dispute the information. You can go to the company whose report you wish to dispute. Get that done. And uh, finally, uh, everybody is going to be up in arms because we have yet another Biden (laughs) student loan plan. We didn't get to this in the segment, but holy smokes, Mark, is this going to pass or not? Because this is essentially a way to enhance the student loan repayment plan that is linked to your income. So your income based plan. And so what do you think? Are we going to it's going to get challenged again? But it's called the SAVE Student Loan Repayment Plan. Every has to have an acronym. Saving on a Valuable Education. Again, it's income-driven repayment. Could cut your monthly payments down, so it may be worth checking out. But instead of you paying 10% of your discretionary income, it would be paying 5%. And it's really a big help for people who make a very low amount of money. And it would be forgiven faster. And so... Is this going to actually get through, Mark, or not? Well, if they're not actually talking about canceling debt, then perhaps it'll get through. I mean, you know, I don't know. My my opinion is not a very popular one on this subject, but I I suspect we'll be hearing about this, you know, all the way through election season next year. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't mind it, really. Um, I think that the idea that you just get um, your loans wiped away after some time is sort of weird to me. But this is all part of income-driven repayment. You should check out the education department um, website. And that, to me, is the best way to see what it is that you're entitled to and whether you might want to do it. But, you know, if you can afford to pay it, then just keep paying it. And, you know, don't forget October 1. That's where it starts. Okay, Mark. Well, that was exciting to to do this all in, in one fell swoop with you. Thank you for participating. Really, I'm going to give you a participation badge. Prego. 
Prego. I like when you speak Italian to me. It's excellent. So if you've got a financial question, if you want to weigh in on the student loan thing, oh boy, I'm sure that we'll hear from folks. Uh, and check out the segment that is airing, uh, that aired uh, last week about mid-year money. And I actually, I think I even have a mid, do I, don't I have a mid-year money uh, blog post? I'm pretty sure I do. Check it out. And if you've got a question about what you should be doing with your mid-year money, then just give us a holler. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we'll get your note if you want to come on the air. Mark does that, everything else. So just check that little box while you're on the website. Don't forget to subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. We have a great guest. We confirmed it uh, early this morning. I got a note from my friend, Nate Burleson, who is the co-anchor of CBS Mornings, also helps man the desk for NFL on CBS, will be joining us for the Jill on Money live webinar on Wednesday, September 13th at 7 p.m. Guess what we're talking about, Mark? I'm so excited. We're going to talk about the upcoming football season. CBS, by the way, has a Super Bowl this year. Maybe I can get invited. Uh, we're going to talk about the football season. We're going to talk about Nate's experience being a professional football player, what it was like to make all that money. He is so into personal finance, how he wants to help people actually not squander the money they make. And also, uh, what's behind the business of sports. So we're going to cover a lot. If you want to join us with Nate Burleson on September 13th, you have to subscribe to Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars like this one with Nate and more bonus content. You can find that on our website at jillonmoney.com. All right. I'm so excited. I've been lifted up. So uh, Nate lifted me up this morning with that text confirming, and I'm lifting everyone else up. So you can now do the same. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 